0: Welcome to The Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. What is synergy? Well, synergy is what we create when we come together with other people. Human energy is a powerful thing. And I've always said there is no neutral energy. Your energy is either positive or negative. And we've all heard the term, the expression, The sum is greater than the total of its parts. Yeah, when we come together, we affect each other. Nobody can really deny that. A lot of people want to say, Well, I don't care. But you know what? Indifference is negative energy. And if your energy is negative, you affect other people. The show today is going to be gonna be about a few different topics. Going to be about success, creating success in your life, but more importantly, not being toxic to other people because you might not know it, but undermining other people's success is very toxic to you and them. I'm actually walking through the city of Phoenix as I do my show today. So You might hear some really wonderful city background noises, but I'm going to be talking directly to people as I talk to my listeners. And even sometimes I'm going to be opening up the lines for different people who've mentioned that they might have a question for me. Now, as a coach, I've been a coach for over 15 years, and a lot of people have come to me with a lot of different questions and a lot of different personal challenges that they wanted my help with. Yeah, when I started out, I was a life coach. Well, that's kind of cool, right? I heard it on television once, and I thought, hey, I love that idea, coaching people to success, not counseling them about their failures. Well, yeah, people need counsel. They need help. But I know that I personally, in the mental health industry, have very passionate beliefs about how I really think our country, the United States, has a toxic approach to helping people. They really don't give them specific advice on how to be successful. All they do is let people complain about their unhappiness and their problems. And then when the person's done complaining and they look to the expert, this brilliant person saying, all right, so now help me not be unhappy anymore. Well, great. Time's up. We'll see you next week. What? (laughs) What is that about? You're making me more crazy. Well, we don't say crazy. Well, okay. Mentally ill. Oh, yeah, that's so much better. I've spent the last six months, kind of as a personal experiment, living a homeless life. When I first came down to Phoenix, I had a plan of how I was going to live, and I, you know... Yeah, it was a pretty smart plan. Well, you know what? Time, and unforeseen occurrence, things happened. Things didn't really come to fruition the way they were supposed to, but I noticed that in reaching out to community resources for help and support, they actually undermined my success. And I thought, wait a minute, what is this? You guys call yourselves resources. You're experts in different arenas and different fields of yeah, some of them are money, some of them are homes, some of them are things like food and clothing, some of them are even getting a job, there are companies literally who help you get a job, supposedly. Well, I couldn't believe that how many of them actually did the opposite of what I needed them to do for me, and I said, wait a minute. I just asked you to help me do this, and you literally took away what I needed in order for me to get that done. How do you sleep at night? Well, okay, the truth is I have a lot of my own resources and my own abilities. I can make up to $200 an hour coaching people. I am not poor, okay, and I am not uh, insecure. I am not dumb. I know how to get these things done if I needed to, but I thought, wait a minute, I want to do do this, I want to see really what is available to me in this setting, in this context, what do I have at my disposal, and what really does happen when a person reaches out to these resources. The most amazing thing that I learned, the first thing that I learned, is that the people who are staying in the homeless shelters, they feel one of four things. These are the four things I'm going to talk about today in the show. And I am going to open up the lines to my listeners because I know they've all personally experienced this for themselves or they have been around people who have perpetuated one of these four negative, destructive elements that humans can feel. Number one is ignorance. Sometimes people just feel stupid. Another one is indifference. You know what? I don't care. Number three is impotence. Well... I couldn't even if I wanted to. And the fourth one is incompetence. That's I don't know how to get it done. Yeah, I know what it is. I know what I need. I want to do it. I, I just don't know how. When we're talking about those four elements, people know that they have the opportunity to be successful. One of those negative elements undermines their success. Now, I've actually been a relationship coach for the last, I think, six, maybe seven years because I needed to find a specialty in my field. A life coach, well, what's that? You need to find your niche. Everyone kept saying to me, you have to have a specialty. A relationship coach. When we come together, the synergy that we create, that is our power. How often do our relationships fail in life? Even when both people love each other and they want to stay together, they just give up. What in your mind, in your opinion, of those four different elements is the worst thing to relationships, which is a foundation for the functionality of a human being life, is ignorance, indifference, impotence, or incompetence? the most destructive thing to a person as an individual and then as a couple in a relationship, even if it's only friendship, and then to society as a whole. Ask yourself, what do you genuinely believe? And then, based on that, which one of those four things is the most frequently occurring element in your life that might very well be the source of A lot of your frustration, even what you would define as failure in your life, when you know the answer to that question, you have taken the first step towards success, personal success. Now, this begs the next question. How well do you know yourself? How honest are you with yourself? I remember when I was a very little girl, my father said to me, kind of scared me at the time, (laughs) we were having this beautiful little debate fighting over something. I don't even remember what it was. And he got real serious all of a sudden. He said, "Me, huh? be careful. When you lie to strangers, you're going to miss out on some great opportunities in life. When you lie to friends and family like me, you're going to die alone. But when you lie to yourself, you start believing your own lies. It's all over. You don't have anyone left. You don't even have yourself left. And he turned around and he walked away. And I was I was speechless. I thought, Oh my God. It's true. And as I grew up and as I went through life and I observed different people and I thought, How many people lie to themselves? How many people actually believe their own lies? How many people genuinely don't know the truth and they they wanna know? But there's a part of them that has Diluted their ability to even see the truth. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm going to open up the phone line to let people talk to me about the, the four different things that I'm going to be discussing today that hurt our society ignorance, indifference, impotence, and incompetence. My name is Gabrielle Cardona, and this is The Power of Synergy on BBS3. Welcome back to the Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. Now, today we're going to be talking about some pretty serious issues, some pretty serious themes, but I want to go ahead and open up the phone lines to my listeners. Most of the things that I'm going to be talking about will relate to, pertain to, the things that you go through in your daily life you have a specific question that isn't really about this theme, go ahead and ask me because I, I have told several people <laughs> over the last week that they can go ahead and just try to throw me a curveball because I've been doing this so long. There are different things that I can, I can help people with in many different arenas. But what I want to stick with today is success, personal success, especially when it comes to relationships. Now, the, the question that I asked before the break was, what is really the worst element in being unsuccessful? Why why are people unable to reach their goals? Is it because of ignorance, indifference, impotence, and incompetence? Okay, well, you know what? Let's just start out with the very basics. Conflict. And the number to the station, I forgot to tell you that, is 888-627. Now, Don, as a wonderful producer that you are, go ahead and let me know if I have a caller, and we'll just kind of be shooting from the hip today, but I trust that you'll know when to kind of break into what I'm saying, and (laughs) we'll go from there, okay? So now when we're talking about the three elements of conflict, I always tell this to people. It's very important to understand. How this works, I like to call it the tip of the iceberg because conflict is very complex. Now, the, I like acronyms, so I say the T.I.P. the tip of the iceberg. There are a lot of things that are going on in a conflict in a problem between two people. The T.I.P. The T is the trigger. Well, you know what? The trigger of any conflict is the emotion. That's what really ignites it into a conflict. But the I isn't issue. That's the actual challenge that the people are being faced with. And then the P is the problem. What is the destructive element that has turned the challenge toxic and then triggered the emotion? Now, thinking again about those four things that people, we all are constantly struggling with, our ignorance and indifference and impotence and incompetence. Now, when Are the, for example, the trigger and the issue indelibly intertwined? When are they mutually exclusive? When are they diametrically opposed? Well, how about the problem and the issue? Well, how about the problem and the trigger? When we're talking about the emotion as opposed to the destructive element, well, you know what? An emotion can in and of itself be a destructive element. Well, how about the actual challenge being the emotion? (laughs) Totally separate from the, the original source of the problem. Well, okay, but the problem, if we're talking about the imp- or incompetence of something, well, you know what? That actually just triggered the emotion. It is tough. It is tough. When you have something as complex as human behavior in relationships, the synergy that we create, there is no neutral energy. If your energy is not positive, it has defaulted into negative. And that talks about the first element where indifference, you know what, indifference, saying, I don't care, is not the same thing as, I'm okay with it, because one is peace, the other one is absence of humanity. We all know that. We all know that on an intuitive level. The question is, what in the world do we do with this? What, how do we deal with this? We need information. We need help and support to get over that. Well, you know what? Little molehill that just became Mount Everest. Okay. So I'm going to give examples today, specific examples of the homeless shelter, the community resource that I was working with for the last six months. Yeah pretty gross. I'm taking them to court now for different things, laws that they've actually broken that I'm not going to go into today on my show. I'm just going to talk about the different issues that I had with them and then the, the triggers, right, the, the emotions that they triggered and what was the problem on the part of the institution. Do we have the ability to say, wait a minute, what they did not only um, it didn't solve the problem, it actually made the problem worse because it created a lot of triggers, not only in me, but the people that were around me. Everything we do has a reaction, including the things that we say, even the things that we think and feel while we're saying and doing things. Do we understand that? Yeah, of course we do. On paper, sure. Let's go ahead and look closer at this. (laughs) Some things that, okay, I actually wrote the list here because I didn't want to get off track. Okay, nine different things that I dealt with. I even wrote grievances about them. That is a formal complaint that you write directly to the administration. No, actually, management. Yeah, the higher-ups of the higher-ups to say, you know what, what's going on here in your facility is really, really horrible. I got nine of them here that I wanted to tell you guys about. One of them is unsanitary living conditions. It, it's literally urine and feces and vomit in the showers, in the bathrooms. It's gross. Okay, the security guards really aren't about security. I thought when it said security guard, as you're going into, into the entrance and they are giving you the, the pat down, they're going through all your bags, they're dumping everything out in a the bin, they're putting it into the, the x-ray machine. Yeah, I thought security meant protect, right? Yeah, no, no, it's not about security. It's shut the hell up when you're making that noise because you're dying. You're getting, you're getting in my way. Wow, okay. Number three, contradictory elements between organizations. There are actually two different organizations within one facility. One is called CAS, one is called HSC you know what, they're two different institutions that have completely different policies and procedures. They're actually contradictory to each other. You cannot have them both going on at the same time because they are so distinctly different, which, again, sabotages and undermines the residents. Okay, now, the transitional housing that they have, the program that they have is in a hotel. They have the outside of the facility, once you have um, graduated to no longer human waste, which is how they treat you when you go in, they will put you in a hotel. But here's the deal. Not only do they have the hotel security, but they also have the um, staff of the shelter, but then they also have the hotel management, which is an entirely different company. And you know what? The people who live in the hotels as their temporary housing, they're not allowed to speak to the people who work at the hotel. What? Are you serious? the office of the staff of the um, shelter, yeah, you know what? They don't really know. That's not really their problem. Either. That's a hotel thing. But you're not allowed to ask the people in the hotel. Okay. <clears throat> well, you know what? When uh, I was evicted, this is the next one, they actually evicted me without telling me a reason why. I know the reason why they evicted me, because I, I filed 40 grievances. They had the city come on Friday night at 5, I believe it was 5.30, and giving me a 48-hour notice to get out. But since everything shut down on the weekend, yeah, I needed to be out by Monday in the afternoon. Yeah, because they're they're actually giving me an extra day to get out on Monday. What? Okay. And then (laughs) no family is allowed to help you when you have a a problem. And you know what? The HSC staff, that's not their problem. And the security staff of SEC, you know what? No, it's not my job to do that. Well, you know what? Some people who live there have family members taking them shopping because they're literally paralyzed. Well, you know what? You're not allowed to bring friends or family members into the hotel area, parking lot. They can't even come into the parking lot. What? You are joking, right? Okay, well, you know what? How about the emergency button for people who genuinely are physically paralyzed? In the room, there is supposed to be an emergency button. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to file a complaint if something is needing repair, right? Well, let me ask you this. Do you give it to the hotel because it's actually a hotel issue, or do you give it to the HSC, the shelter staff? Well, uh, it's not really their problem. Well, It's not whose problem. Who are you supposed to give it to? Well, yeah, we'll take it. Four days later, five days later, so there's still no fixing of the problem on the Okay, okay, well, you know what, so now I'm getting through this whole program in spite of all of these things, and I'm like, hey, I follow your policies and your procedures, I'm getting a job, I have an interview, can I go ahead and print out my resume? Oh, the HSC staff, we don't know how to use a printer, it's not really hooked up to our computers. What? <laughs> okay, so here's the, here's the great part. So I say to one of the ladies who brings her own personal laptop into the HSC office, I say, well, can you please, just as a personal favor to me, I have this job opportunity so I don't have to live here anymore. She takes my, my flash drive, well, clearly very irritated, and tries to put it in her computer. Oh, your flash drive doesn't fit. You are joking, right? Do you honestly think I'm that? stupid look if you don't want to help me just go tell me to screw off because that's really what you're thinking and i can feel it and the entire room can feel your hatred for me well you know what how about this this is my favorite one the last one there were two people. By the way, you're not supposed to reside with your mate. You are. There is no fraternizing, right? That's one of the rules, which, by the way, aren't written. Um, yeah. Well, they're living together and they're doing all kinds of drugs and all kinds of sex. That around three o'clock in the morning, they're literally outside my door, screaming and swearing and threatening each other to kill each other right, and it's right outside my door, and, and I have seizures, so that's waking me up two, three, four times a night. I go downstairs and say, can you please, not the security, because that's not their problem, and not the hotel staff, because they don't really have any business doing business with us, um, so I go down to HSC and say, can I please have some help here? They said, well, we didn't hear anything, so I go to the higher-ups, of the higher-ups filing a grievance with HSC. I said, well, there's, can you maybe put some, some surveillance cameras there? Oh, yeah, no, we have surveillance cameras. So I go back to HSC staff and say, okay, you do have surveillance cameras. Did you know that? Well, I didn't know that. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, my listeners do you just love this. <laughs> Here's the deal, and this is what it comes down to. There are different emotions that we all have, Okay. Let's talk about the emotions that we have. There is fear, there is anxiety, and there is anger. All three of those emotions are vitally important to human activity, to human success, because they are the things that are going to motivate us to take action. Yeah. What are, what are the three different human emotions? Yes, they are negative. Okay. Anxiety. Well, anxiety is what tells us when something could potentially go wrong. It creates certain biochemical reactions. It creates, you know, thoughts within us that are going to tell us, look, you have the opportunity to prevent a problem from happening. That's a good thing, but it's an unpleasant experience. Okay. Well, how about fear? Well, fear is a little bit more intense than anxiety, but that's because our body and our mind are telling us, look, this is actually graduating into a problem. It could be a potential threat to your safety, your life, your, your health. Okay, that's important. Let's go ahead and deal with that right now. So it's more intense because you need more strength. You need more energy. You need more fortitude in order to really solve the problem that is creating your fear. Well, you know what? That doesn't really happen. We've got anger. Anger is, okay, there was a problem that was not solved. It is continuing to be a problem. Now I'm going to up it even more biochemically. Your thoughts are going to become more intense. It is going to literally get in the way of everything else you are doing. Everything else you're doing, because I'm not going to leave you alone until you fix the problem. Well, you know what? That's, that's good, right? That's <laughs> good, because it's what's going to help us. Be successful in life when there are still things in our environment that are impeding our success, right? That will support and create and facilitate our happiness. Our anger is saying, look, the anxiety was the heads up. The fear is the little fire under your butt cheeks. And the anger is, okay, you know what? Now I'm not going to leave you alone. This is serious. I'm not kidding. Great. Well, this is a problem that most people have. The trigger which, you know, is about the issue, which then will create a problem if it's not dealt with. Yeah, you need to keep yourself in a healthy state of mind. The tough part of this, the thing that a lot of people never learn, is how to work through that reaction emotion and process all of the things that are going on separate from the trigger of the emotion. You really do have to be able to say, okay, I have to sort through all of the things that are happening to me very intensely. And then once I have sorted and sifted and processed all of those different experiences that are currently presently intensely going on inside of me, then I'm going to be able to look at the situation in a different state of mind. Well, how do you do that? Okay. Yes. That's, that's part of what professional health. (laughs) I'm not going to go into that on the show today, Um, but there might be shows where I'm just going to speak for an hour about each of those emotions. You have the ability to put the mask on yourself. You know the great thing about this is if you are honest enough with yourself to say what I need right now in order to process this biochemical psychological experience of the intense emotion, people in your life will say, hey, tell me what you need. I will absolutely give you whatever you need in order to be successful. Yeah, people are really cool that way. Yeah, no, not at HSC and not at CAS. Okay, so they actually enjoy, they actually enjoy watching me suffer. I did not know that until I personally experienced it. But here's the deal, I'm very healthy, so I have the ability to work through the things that they were doing in an abusive way to me. I was watching all of the other residents and saying, Oh, my God, they're having a breakdown because these people who are supposed to be helping them and support them are fueling and perpetuating these negative emotions. And that's not allowing these people the opportunity to solve the actual issue, okay, that is then creating a problem. What is the issue? Yeah, they don't even know what the issue is because, we're going to talk about later, the toxicity of those people prevents the resolution, the solution to the actual problem. We're going to go ahead and take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about the specific details, how to be productive and successful in your life, even in the situations that create these elements that ordinarily we would think are negative. They really could be positive stepping stones. This is a Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. Welcome back to the Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. And again, I'll let everybody who's listening know the number if they want to call in and ask a question about the topic today. The number is 888-627-6008. Now, when we're talking about success, really, truly being happy in life, well, the TIP of the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg, we have a trigger. We have an issue, and we have a problem. It can be tough figuring out what's the trigger, what's the actual issue, and what's the problem? Because sometimes, you know what, they're diametrically opposed. Sometimes they're mutually exclusive. Sometimes they're indelibly intertwined, and it can be confusing. Now, I mentioned different um, issues, genuine issues that I had with a homeless shelter. Um, CAS was the, the company that was supposedly helping me, but HSC was the facility I was staying with. Now, CAS has a different security um, company than HSC, and those security companies have completely different policies and procedures. So, what I was talking about before we took a break was the three different human emotions. They are considered the most negative, and they're very misunderstood and not really appreciated feelings that we have anxiety and fear and anger. Okay, so now I'm going to go through all nine of those issues that I had with the homeless shelter, and I'll tell you guys what they triggered inside of me, because keep in mind that if you would have this exact same experience, what caused anxiety for me could have just made you really angry, and what I was angry about, someone else could be terribly afraid of. Okay, so let's start with the sanitation. Yeah, when there was uh, excrement and urine and vomit in the shower, that created fear in me. I I was genuinely afraid for my health and my personal safety. Um, Again, I worked through the feeling and then I went and I filed a grievance because I had to be in a healthy state of mind and a good physical condition when I went there to talk to them because I wanted to actually deal with the issue. Bad, bad, healthy, sanitation issue, okay? Yeah, well... How about security? The security guards, they were actually the ones that that were scaring me because they did not care that my security, my personal safety was threatened. All they wanted to do was look through my bags and find a reason to kick me out of the building. That created fear in me. Well, I'm pretty sure my daughter would have been angry about that. Okay, now, the contradiction between CAS and HSC, the Delta Guards and the Trident Guards. That created anxiety in me because for an INTP, I'm an INTP. Not knowing what the policy and procedure is just made me go, oh, my God, things could potentially go wrong. Nothing is really going wrong yet, but it could potentially go wrong with me. Okay, you know what? My ESFJ oldest son, oh, yeah, no, he'd be very angry about that. For me, it was just anxiety. Okay, now the communication denial between me and the hotel management. That created anxiety because even though I didn't have anything to communicate about, I was thinking, well, you know, there could be so many different things that I would need their help with. Why in the world can't I talk to the person who could actually have the answer to my question? Yes. INTPs are why people. Okay. Um, Let's see the the, passing the buck to other departments of other, um, not even companies because there were three different companies within one facility. the passing the buck to other departments to me created anger. I was like, you know what? Now you, I literally have an issue that you need to solve and you are going somewhere else. No, you're not even doing that. You're sending me somewhere else when you know, Oh, well, that that's not the place that I need to go to because you understand that this problem is. Yeah. Okay. That got me real worked up. That was an anger trigger. Okay. No personal help. People were not allowed to actually give me personal help. Wow, that that made that made me angry. Ordinarily, that would just make me sad, but my sadness makes me angry because they know that I need their help, and it's almost like they enjoy knowing that I'm not going to get it. Yeah, I got a sense of righteous indignation. Okay, you know what? The lady that wasn't it wasn't me. It was a lady that was expressing concern for not having an emergency button no emergency button for her. What if she was going to die? Okay, that was anxiety because she wasn't really dying at the time. Just like the lady who wasn't allowed to have personal help from her friends or family members. It, that the anxiety of what could potentially go wrong, my imagination just took off. Okay, my flash drive not spitting into her, into her laptop computer. Yeah, big time anger. Uh, You know what? It wasn't even just the fact that she was lying to me. It's that she was calling me stupid. Okay. That, that just, I'm sorry, that pissed me off. Okay. Don't you ever call me stupid. Okay. And then the last one about, do they have security cameras that they can see people screaming at each other, threatening to kill each other? I didn't know if they were actually going to kill each other. You would think that would be a fear thing, but you know what? I didn't know if they had cameras or if they didn't have cameras. That wasn't the fear issue. It was an anxiety issue because for an INTP, not knowing creates anxiety. Wow. Okay. So if I had all of those different things going on pretty much all day, every day, how could I possibly be successful in this situation? Well, let's talk about the four different elements, ignorance, indifference, impotence, and incompetence. Which one is the worst? Well, I promise you, okay, if we're talking about those different things, ignorance or an INTP is the worst. Because if you are stupid, you are going to fail. And if you know that you don't know, and people know that you know that you know that you don't know, you know what, you may as well just pack it up right now. Stupidity is the stupidest thing. And not having information is, by definition, stupid. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You know what? Uh, Incompetence. Incompetence is really very an SJ um, trigger. If people are not able to do what they are supposed to do, that is not excusable. You need to learn. And if you don't learn, you don't have any right to even try to do things. And it's your social responsibility to do the right thing. Right, impotence, yeah, no, that's a that's an S P thing. If you are powerless in life, life is over because life is about taking action and you have to have the freedom, you have to have the right to do those things, because if someone is taking away your right to do the things that need to be done, life has no meaning, it has no functionality. If you're sitting there letting life pass you by for an S P, that is death. And for an NS, indifferent, genuinely not caring about other people. That means you have no heart. That means you have no soul. What for you is the biggest personal trigger and why? Take the time to get to know yourself. Again, keep in mind what my father said. To me, it's true, and it's true about everybody. You need to be honest with yourself. You need to be honest with other people. Yes, yes. You have to be able to tell yourself the truth about you. Let's go ahead and take a look at each one of those, those different elements. <clears throat> when we're talking about ignorance, well, you know what? We live in an abundance of information age. We can have all kinds of information from all different sources. Okay, now, yes, it's true. We don't know what's actually accurate information and what is isn't. But the fact is, you know that you have the opportunity to obtain more information. The reason why people would rather remain ignorant is because knowledge is power. Once you have that knowledge, you have the responsibility of making a choice. And that means you are going to be accountable for the choice that you make. These security guards, these um, HSC staff members, the CAS staff members, when they genuinely say, Well, you know what? I don't know what their policy and procedure is. I don't know. So sorry, I can't help you. That is a get out of jail free card for them. How often do you actually say to yourself, I don't know. So I don't have to do anything about it and I am not accountable for what I do or more importantly, what I don't do. Do you know when you have the opportunity to do the right thing? You just need some information. But then once you have the information, if you don't do the right thing, that actually means you're a bad person. So, it's just easier to not have the information. That's kind of a good thing to think about. How about incompetence? Now, think about this. This is just something when... I debate this with people a lot, especially in my work. We are literally in the information age. Yeah, but we're in the technology age. We are in the mechanical age, everything that we do now that we used to do as people, we have machines doing them for us. We have computers. We have devices doing things for us. If we we even have information but we don't know what to do with the information because we have so many things doing the thinking for us, making that decision, making that judgment call, performing the activity better than we do, that actually creates a very um, sad feeling inside of us because we feel useless. Everything that we need to do can be done by something or someone else. That undermines our success as humans because we are so highly functional. We have the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the social elements. We are not like animals. We do a lot more things than just survive and reproduce, eat, Sleep, sex. Yeah, no, we do have a whole lot more than that because our life is a lot more complex than that. Our needs are more profound than that. So, how often do people just genuinely feel an insecurity because they know that something or someone else will do a better job? So, you know what? I'm not even going to try. Well, you know what? A lot of the, the problems that I had with the security guards and even the HSC or staff members, one of my caseworkers, she was a wonderful person. It was like, you know what? There's no point. Because even if I do something, it's not gonna be good enough to do any good. Wow, you know what? That actually broke my heart. Impotence now. See this was the one that I think <clears throat> I think was probably the most toxic to the people who lived in these shelters when There were people that were working, and they had genuine residents and and homeless people, people in need, coming to them saying, I need something from you. I need help. And they they literally would say, the the staff members would say to them, you know what? I don't have the ability to do that. If I could, I would, but I don't have the permission. You know what? They know exactly what to do. They have the ability to do it. They, They, oh, my God, you know... Well, if I did that, I would lose my job. I don't have permission to help you. What? Wow. Okay. Hmm. hmm. You know what? If you wanted to do something, you could. We all know that because we live in a country, and I'm just talking about the United States here, where people can get away with anything if they truly want to. I'll give you an example. One of the actually good, try, no, I'll say, trying to be good <laughs> HSC staff members he, his name was Lee. He was actually a really nice guy when no one else was around the minute that the other staff members came around, he would devolve into a complete and total jerk. I said, I just need to print my resume. And he goes, you know what? I, I actually have my own computer here. Let me, let me see if I can book it up to the printer. He spent almost two hours when no one else HSC staff was around. And, and he tried to print my book for me even, and it was like 50 pages long Look, if you really do want to do something, you can, you know, you can, you can be resourceful. You can be, um, just a willing spirit, right? That will give you a lot of ideas and a lot of opportunities that are everywhere around. You just need to know how to take advantage of them. But you know what? It's easier to pass the buck. Because that way, it's not really your fault. It's someone else's fault. You say, well, you know what? I, I can't do that. Go ahead and talk to that other person over there, which constantly happened with HFC and chat. Then we have the indifference. And this is what a lot of people, when I was doing a survey, a lot of people said indifference is the worst because if you're ignorant, you know what? You can just get information. If you're impotent, you can, you can get the power. If you're incompetent, you know what? Practice. You'll get better. But if you're indifferent, there's nothing to work with because you don't care. Your motivation is gone. What I've noticed, especially in the homeless community, is I don't care. No, I don't care. They would literally describe something that had happened to them when one of the staff members had mistreated them. They had tortured them. They had abused them. They had literally broken the law. The, the person would sit and talk and talk and talk and talk in a very graphic and a very intense way. And then at the end of the five minutes when they were just monologuing verbal vomit, say, but you know what? I don't care. Because somehow, way, I don't know, in this country, experts, professionals were, were saying that in order to be healthy, don't let things like that affect you. Okay, but you know what? indifference is not the same thing as acceptance, okay? When you say, I am okay with that happening, that's not the same thing as saying, I don't care that it happens. The only way you can not care is by disconnecting your heart and your mind from your body. That is a horribly toxic thing. And when you have disconnected yourself, you are stopping yourself from being good things, because the only way you can be good things is by proactively working towards those good things. And again, I always say, if you are not contributing to the solution, you are perpetuating the problem. There is no neutral energy. Everything that we do is an action. Even inertia is an action because energy is constantly moving. You have to force you have to use force in order to stop energy from happening. That motion. Wow, that actually takes negative energy. Well, yeah, no, you can have positive energy to stop it. Oh, to stop something bad from happening? No. The only way you can stop the bad is by neutering it with good. <laughs> you literally have to cancel out the negative by proactively creating the positive. When you know What the positive is that needs to be done in order to completely cancel out the negative, you feel so good, you feel so powerful, ah, you know what? Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That means that everything you do changes the world. I couldn't believe how often the people that were um, in positions of authority, they they were the people who cared, including a couple of the security guards even who said to me, yeah, I know it's totally wrong, and the people that I work for are evil people, but what What am I going to do? I'm actually going to take some action to fix the situation. I'm actually going to do something. You think that I can possibly get anything done? I'm one person, and this is a corrupt institution based on a toxic philosophy, propelled by evilness in people. What what in the hell can I possibly do? I'll tell you what you can do. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. The great thing about the human soul is that it's a heart and mind and body and spirit. When it comes together, We are very affected by other people. One tiny little thing can have a huge impact on another person. When you have a huge impact on another person, you are propelling positive energy into the world. What they do is going to be of a higher quality. That is going to create more positive effects, yeah, in their life, in the world, because you proactively did one thing. Are you going to completely eliminate a social issue Of millions of people? No. But you are making the world a better place. I'm going to say it one more time. If you are not contributing to the solution, you are propelling the problem. And that brings us to the most important thing. Positive energy is more powerful than negative energy. Yes, negative energy is very influential. We can all agree about that. But positive energy is more powerful. And when we come together two, three, four, five groups of people, right? It can be a small group. It can be a large group. When we come together and we unite in purpose and we synergize with our energy, we propel that positivity. That cancels out. It literally eliminates the negative energy. Now, it's, it's only going to go as far as we send it out. You know what? What you're doing in China isn't going to change the people in Brazil directly, but again, we are very affected by each other, even if it's in an indirect way. There are th- different things that have happened to me um, in the last six months while I was homeless trying to figure my way, forge my way through the, the system here in Phoenix, Arizona. And when I come back, we're just gonna have a little bit of a summary of what I've been going over. But I'm going to leave you with a few questions to ask yourself as you go through your your life in the next week. Think about this in yourself. Are you ready for a personal inventory? My name is Gabrielle Cardona, and this is The Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. Welcome back to the Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. Today we've been talking about being healthy, being constructive. You know what? The bottom line is there is toxicity in the world. It's time to eliminate the toxicity. A lot of the things about ignorance or incompetence, indifference and impotence, when we have these different elements in our life, most of the time, people aren't happy about it. There are exceptions. Yeah, there are people who genuinely derive pleasure from creating harm in other people's lives. I want you to think about some examples of questions that you can, you can ask yourself and you can really reflect on. Things like in a restaurant when the the service has been horrible and even completely inappropriate. If something, a law, a policy or procedure was broken, should you fill out a survey? Is it even worth it? Well, you know what? Something happened on the street and uh, someone said or did something that was illegal. Should you call the police and report the act? Was it a crime? Nah, who even cares? Do you care? Well, you know what? When something has been done in a business, in a company maybe that you work for, that was completely inappropriate, not only to you, but to someone else, and you were a witness to it, should you report the act on behalf of the person who was the victim? Interesting thing. I uh, was recently, well, we'll just say involved in something at a bus stop in Phoenix and a person said and did some things that were completely inappropriate and scared me very much and it was very threatening to my life. And I said, Hmm, okay, hey, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm gonna call the police now. Yeah, let's go ahead and, and get some intervention here. It was funny because when the cops showed up, I when I was calling nine one one describing what had happened to me they said, okay, you know what? We're going to get them right over there. We're going to get five cops showed up. Wow, that was kind of cool. <laughs> and as they were asking me what happened, what, you know, in detail. And one of them said, would you like to file an official report? Do you basically want to take this to court? I said, should I? I don't And he's like, well, we can't tell you what to do. You know, like, we don't care. You know, it's your call. We're not going to do And I said, why are you doing that? Do you care about this or don't you? He's like, it's not my job to tell you whether I care or not. Another, another cop, well, a lady, she said, yeah, we would like it if you would report this. I said, really? Really? She said, yeah. This wouldn't happen as much at the bus stops if more people reported it. I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to do it now. And the, the court, they called me. I, I was asked to testify. I actually have the opportunity to help a person get help. This person is mentally ill. And now the community services and resources that were available to that person that they never would have taken advantage of without me and without the police helping them, yeah, you can actually have the the power to help people if you care and you take action. How much does the, the lack of action on the part of people... Just come because they're depressed and they feel impotent or incompetent. You know what? They're just indifferent. Well, there are people out there who are toxic. and the three things that you know that, that if some, someone is toxic is they impede people from being successful. They, they literally directly do things to harm people, to stop the people from being successful. Another thing, they undermine people. They actually sabotage the process that the person is going through. It's not personally against that that individual, but it's against the process that the person is involved in. Then there are people who just prevent the success, the outcome. Even when the person is being successful and the process is going well, you know what? They will literally go directly to the outcome and do the opposite of what needs to happen, to stop the outcome. From coming to fruition. Yeah, those people are very toxic, but they're not most of society. They are the exception, not the rule. When you think about the synergy that you create, remember there is no neutral energy. You are either positive or negative. Your energy is contagious. When you have that power, you have the knowledge, you have the confidence, you have the support from the people in your life, You are contributing to the solution. You don't have any idea how much good that's going to do for society, but it's always worth the effort. People are always worth the effort. You know that you can always reach out to people because we do want to help each other. We do care about each other. No matter how much we deny it, yeah, that's what makes us human. That's what makes us great. Next week, we're probably going to be on video. I've been having some technical difficulties, so heads up. I I might have that solution, and um, the show is going to be going a lot, uh, well, we'll just say more aesthetic. <laughs> so thank you so much to my listeners and my loyal followers on different media venues, and I, I really do like the fact that BBS Radio, we don't have any affiliate in Phoenix, Arizona yet, but... That could change sometime soon as well. Remember, synergy is what we create when we come together with other people. The sum is greater than the total of its parts. What you create in synergy with people can change the world. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. This is The Power of Synergy on BBS Radio.